back in the 90s. Everything was better and somehow worse all at once. It was a time of darkness. It was a world of fear. It was the age of Saturday morning cartoons. by day, homework by night. We were betrayed by the boomers we had sworn to protect. Frozen in student loan debt for a thousand years. Now on the internet, the shows of old return, and we live again. We are defenders of what came before. We are Nostalgia Plus. Hello and welcome to another episode of Nostalgia Plus. Uh, we're going to wrap up season one of Gargoyles this week. Uh, and uh, unfortunately, uh, due to scheduling constraints, we are watching or we are talking about these episodes. Uh, I don't know. How long has it been, guys, since we actually watched these? Three We've, years. It was, it was over Christmas break. Yep. Yeah. And right, I watched them of, this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Leave Can it to Katie. Katie's the one who prepared for this recording. Or re-prepared. Re-prepared. So we are, uh, we're getting uh, set to, to wrap up season one. And so uh, let's just jump right into it. Uh, we're going to try to move this episode along. So uh, uh, first up is uh, episode 10, The Edge. Uh, and this is an episode, uh, I don't know, I, I guess you maybe call it a, a Xanatos-focused episode. Uh, Primarily features Xanatos trying to decide if he's if he's still got what it takes. Uh, although we we don't really know um, uh, Xanatos, who's fresh from prison, that that he's really in this episode. But uh, the primary focus of the episode is the a new addition of the Steel Clan, the robotic gargoyles that Xanatos created, are running amok and stealing ancient Viking eye jewelry. Uh, and, uh, there's a red one now that, uh, in the, in the final bit is revealed to be Xanatos. So it's the Xanatos trying to decide if he's got what it takes to stand toe to toe with the gargoyles. So he's uh, trying out his gargoyle suit. Yeah. He has a fancy gargoyle suit. I think the main point that because he was beat by, um, his driver in karate or whatever, and then he has to be all manly and do a power play by saying, tell the Amir to be here at one for a meeting or something. So I think he's just trying to be like, yes, I still have power. Yeah. So he's, also, he's, he's feeling, sorry, go ahead, Rachel. The fight was also really funny because Xanatos took one hit. It was like, oh, I'm done. You won. I know. <laughs> that is not how that happens. Usually they're timed or they go by a point system. Well, yeah. maybe that was the last point. But it looked like they just started. Well, it was the magic of television. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, also, I, I, yeah. Did anyone else notice that Xanatos was very orange? No. Did he get a lot of tan during his time in prison? Probably. Oh. I remember thinking that Owen right. was being a badass, which I, I thought that was cool. Yeah. Because he was like, a badass in the Owen, episode, too. Yeah, Owen might be 
my like second or third favorite character in the show. After whom? Uh, spoilers. Yeah. Oh. Well, one of them, one of them, my favorite characters from the show is not in the show yet. Um, okay. Well, we'll, we'll talk about him in the last episode pocket. of the season, I think. And oh. then, uh, and then I, I, I really like uh, the old, the old gargoyle <laughs> quite a bit. Hudson. Hudson. Yeah. He, he's my favorite guy because uh, invariably through the entire life of the series, they, he's just watching TV most of the time. <laughs> because Ed Asner is fantastic. That's why. Yeah. Also that, yeah. I sort of also- like the idea that he's like retired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is the I'm too old for this stuff uh, gargoyle. <laughs> we also learned Xanatos' first name, which is David, which I just found funny. Yeah, it's a, it seems a little prosaic for him. Yeah. My name is Xanatos. Dave Xanatos. <laughs> <laughs> When you put it like that, it does sound pretty silly. Yeah, I uh, used to think like his name had some deeper meaning. I mean, it sounds sort of like one of the Greek gods of death, but not. It sounds really. like Thanatos, right? Yeah. Um, I think his first name might be allusion to David and the Goliath. Well, I never, seems... I never uh, picked up on that, but I bet you're right. Yeah, <laughs> at least the first name, anyway. Yeah. Reasonable. See, that's a little weird though, because that doesn't that sort of imply that we should be rooting for Xanatos? Well, it might be for him because he's always rooting for himself. <laughs> well, in that okay. case, we should just name every person David, except for those really depressed people who don't root for themselves. And I'm sorry <laughs> if, dear listener, you are one of those people. Yeah. Um, maybe... Speaking of names, um, didn't we get introduced to a new cop today? Bluestone. Was that his oh, name? Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Lisa's got a new partner. Bluestone. Did we, yeah. did we get a first name? I didn't write down a name. I just remember it's probably Bl- Arnold or something dumb. <laughs> it's probably he, David. He looks, <laughs> he looks like a nerd. <laughs> looks like I, a nerd. That's hilarious. I so have it's, a question about like the cops and stuff. So how come they never want a partner? And then they end up keeping secrets from their partner who, you know, they're detectives. So they're going to investigate the strange occurrences. Why don't they just tell them? And not be crabby. Well, where's the they... drama in that, Katie? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, being assigned a partner is a sign that the 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 chief doesn't think you can handle it on your own. And once you get a new partner, you don't know if they can do the right thing with the secret truths that you know about the gargoyles. And then you have to sound them out and something. And also, this one is like. A conspiracy theorist, which is really weird. Oh yeah, he was talking about the Illuminati in the car. Yeah, Why? no, it's messed up. <laughs> well, it's so his first name is Matt. Oh, uh, okay. but yeah, Matt I mean, this guy is is Agent Mulder, right? I mean, it's 1994. We're at the height of X Files fame. Oh uh, if you guys, for those of you that remember the X Files, I've oh, never yeah. watched the X Files, which we should probably nope. add to the list of things we should watch. Oh my god! Uh, that would take forever. No, we no, should just no, pick a few choice episodes. Yeah, th- and, and there are some oh, very choice episodes. There are. Episodes um, but yeah, I mean, this guy's Agent Mulder. That's that's who they've introduced into the show. That's in my interesting. Notes, I didn't. I forgot the name of Agent Mulder, so I wrote in my notes. Bluestone is like the dude from X Files. <laughs> <laughs> you forgot Fox Mulder. I've never watched X Files. How could you forget Fox Mulder? A name. Remember Agent Scully, right? 
Of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Both of their names are just incredibly yeah. sexy. Tamara Scully, obviously. <laughs> um, really I have a... Did you say Tamara? No, it's I'm not just guessing. I don't know. It's... I've never watched it. No, it's it. Dana. That's right. Dana Scully. <laughs> Tamara <laughs> Scully? <laughs> what on earth? <laughs> so this is getting clipped, right? Who knows? No, absolutely That's the best not. part of the episode so far. <laughs> Uh, um yeah no you really got nick that one one. (laughs) yeah so my problem is i don't know how to spell molder i didn't want to look it up because i didn't care (laughs) yeah i think it's mu it's like the word molder but without the o that might not help everybody (laughs) okay uh so i I had a couple notes from this episode we are talking about a a tv show called gargoyles i think Uh, (laughs) sometimes it's possible um, we, we, they fly past the statue of Liberty. And I thought this was the first uh, time we saw it in the show. Is that, is that right? Did anyone else see it before now? I don't think so. Okay. And yeah, I just thought they, that was interesting. They didn't just show it. They crashed some robots into it. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I would yeah. think they would have put a dent in it with all the explosions going on around it. Um, and you're right. So they would they fought the the robot gargoyles, and I had some questions about that because the gargoyles were the the robots were giving them a bad name, right? It was like spreading around the idea that there are flying monsters doing robberies or assaults or something. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so it, when the good guys defeated the individual robots, the robots invariably exploded, and it left me wondering: Are they like? Does that leave behind proof that people can look and say, oh, someone's fielding weird monster robots. Clearly that's what's got us all nervous about monsters. Or do they blow up and not leave enough trace and everyone's like, no, this is not proof of anything. There must be monsters. There, from what I remember from this morning, there were there was some um, debris left. And when Maza comes in the helicopter with... Matt Stone, Bluestone, Matt Bluestone, and her brother. They also had um, a reporter with them because he said, "Thanks for the exclusive." Like, well, we've cleared your names, like you know, because now ah, that's okay. over. Good. They they did the wavy hand TV magic. <laughs> Reset to status quo. <laughs> I also like that the Steel Clan was less dumb this time. Were they? Yeah, they're a little bit less dumb. They I mean, didn't... last time they they were they were just getting thrown like like judo thrown, and then they would explode. This time they, they, were, they flew into some... walls. Yeah, and yeah. Goliath was kind of the only one that could handle them, and which was still kind of true in this one. But okay, uh, last time they like flew them into each other, and then they exploded. Yeah, I think in this one we're supposed to believe that Xanatos is more kind of like directly in control of them because he's in the red kind of exosuit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Although there's a very long sequence at the end of this episode where he, for whatever reason, looks at each blown up robot, takes like 10 seconds to scan it to then yeah. th- that is it's very obviously destroyed. And then the computer's like destroyed, right? <laughs> it's like, OK, I'm glad we had science to weigh in on the totally obliterated <laughs> robot. Uh, do you see this thing on fire? It's destroyed. <laughs> I mean, I think he spent so much time developing the the AI to be able to do that. You got to use it, right? No, <laughs> it'd be a waste. <laughs> Sp- spent hours developing this thing. 
Out, yeah, <laughs> but it's not applicable. <laughs> yeah, less <laughs> useful in real life. So, so at the end of this episode, we get Xanatos sort of revealing himself to be the red steel gargoyle and uh, telling Owen he's still got the edge because he went toe to toe with Goliath. Does he just reveal that to us, the audience, or do I, I don't remember? Did like Goliath see that? Did he knock his helmet off? No, it was mid-fight? just the audience. Okay, yeah. I didn't so it's realize still a secret. I didn't yeah. realize uh, Xanatos kidnapped the wrestler, the Edge. <laughs> what? There's a wrestler named Edge. Wow, what a freaking throwback! Holy that cow! Was, that was a deep cut. Yeah, I haven't thought about that in years, <laughs> Rachel. Sorry, I, was I don't watching... think there is still. Is there still a wrestler called the Edge? Oh, he I, must don't be I don't know. I don't watch wrestling. He must be retired. Um, I watch wrestling occasionally, and I've never heard of them. We're talking was, uh, mid two thousands. He was partners with Christian. That's oh yeah, that's wrestler right. name. That's way back in the Stone Cold days of uh, wrestling. Speaking <laughs> of Stone Cold, well, oh no, no that's, that's the next episode. episode. Sorry, sorry, sorry. But yeah, let's jump to the next episode, episode eleven, uh, "Long Way to Morning," uh, which is kind of a flashback episode uh, where we see uh, Hudson bleeding. Uh, Demona and Goliath back in uh, oh what year? It's nine ninety one. Yeah. Oh nine eighty one. Okay. Yeah. So uh, and they are uh, headed out to recover the the magic book that seems to be the focus of many many episodes uh, from uh, 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 the like the mentor of the Magus. Yeah, the Archmage, the they're trying to get back the Grimorum Arcananum Arcan I can't say it. Arcanum? Maybe? Yeah. Uh regardless yeah, like the wizard attacks the king, the yeah. the, the father of the princess who hates them in the first episode and and then runs away. Like, did he attack with a blowgun? Is that what I remember? He did. He had a ma- his staff, it looks very magic, and then he uses, uses it, it as, as a blowgun. blowgun. It's just so yeah, it's I guess they're trying to give reasons why the princess hates the gargoyles because they let her dad die, got sick, whatever. Yeah, and because no one bothered to explain that, no, there was, guys, there was a wizard here just a second ago. He did it. We're going to go, no, it's a wizard. We didn't do it. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, No one bothered to explain. Lack of communication strikes again. Uh Uh-huh. Thanks, TV. (laughs) (laughs) But there were instances where there was like some really obvious communication that they should have picked up on, like Demona's power hungriness, when she's like, oh, oh yeah. Hudson, or no, doesn't call him Hudson. He needs to retire. He's so old. You should be in charge. It's like uh, all the signs were there, guys. Come on. Oh, yeah. No, she's 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 clearly painted as as having always been ambitious in this episode. And uh, and it looks like I'm I'm reading my notes and I'm uh, I don't quite remember. It looks like it cuts back and forth uh, yes. between the flashback and the flash now. Um, <laughs> yeah, in the and- present of 1994 New York, there is a, a, a B, uh, I guess an A story of uh, Demona. Uh, I guess Hudson and Goliath go hunting for Demona, and then she shows up and uh, and shoots at them a lot. Yes, laser yeah. lasers laser blasts were had. Yes. Yeah. I did write in my notes specifically. Does that laser ever run out of power? 
you know. Does, does it recharge during the day just like gargoyles do? <laughs> because one of the things that I noticed, because there's a point in this fight, I think, what is it? Goliath is wounded and uh, Hudson has to protect him until daylight comes and they can all rejuvenate by being stone. Right. Yeah. Um, but while they are all turned to stone during the day, Desde not Desdemona, that's a different character. Just Demona. Demona and her laser rifle are turned to stone. Yeah. Uh, I d speaking more of the gun, that gun is really strong because it was able to withstand Hudson's sword, which previously cut through a statue. <laughs> oh, shoot. I think a whole a whole robot gargoyle got sliced in half by that thing. Yeah, it's a really strong gun. <laughs> yeah, it's a strong sword too. Yeah. Okay, um, so what yeah. we've established is that they have strong things. <laughs> I think they have movie magic or plot yeah. armor. Yeah, dr dramatic license here. Yeah. Um, I'm just more intrigued by the idea or the fact that the gun turned to stone. Uh, and then turned back and still worked. So gargoyle magic, like can can petrify and then uh, accurately unpetrify or reverse the petrification thereof of uh, uh, advanced technology. I just want to be a human accidentally be petrified when the sun comes up because they're so coming. So, so you want to like hug Goliath as the yeah. sun uh, comes up? You aren't up. the only one, right, Dan? <laughs> <laughs> Keith David is a very sexy voice. I, I <laughs> I'm I'm very much on the record. So. Yeah, no, it's I don't know. Will the clothes change or was it skin depending on where what's touching? How I old mean, is? Yeah, what are the rules here? Like we clearly their loincloths turned to stone, and now Demona's gun. So I feel like yeah. I feel like we're kind of getting into the the where do the eggs come from? <laughs> and isn't that like the best part? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's kind of weird because their feet are touching the ground, and I'm just shocked the whole earth doesn't turn to stone all well, at I mean, once. Maybe it has to be like what is separated from the earth, held off the earth by them. No, listen, it's it's a weird fungus that grows out of them and just covers everything in a nice little layer. I don't like and this. It doesn't grow very far. But, nope, you know. don't, don't, I don't like the fungus. Yeah. yeah. Nope, um, no fungus. Nope. Uh, I don't know. I just have weird thoughts of like, how does this work? What if no, that's it. I've, I've solved it, guys. That's how it works. Is that gargoyles are not mammals; they are fungus, and they. <laughs> they <laughs> that's grow different than what you the, just said. Sun, I thought you were the saying fungus gets all hardened. That's why you can have a dog version because they're just a fungus. They're not mammals at all. There's no species. Wait, wait. So, so the gargoyles are the fruiting bodies of a fungus. Yes, that's oh, right. God, how that. do eggs work? <laughs> <laughs> that's the spore collection. They just burst out. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I hate this. This is wait, really wait, terrible. Wait. Let's maybe, get back maybe, to regular maybe the stuff. eggs are like alien eggs and you be you become a gargoyle by like getting latched onto by a face hugger and then it transforms and that way you could you could bring a dog over and have it get face hugged and then it would turn into gargoyle dog. See, I also don't know cuz um I don't know if the gargoyles would classify mammals in the beginning with because they do lay eggs. Uh, so yeah. does the some platypus. Mammals lay eggs. Yeah. S some mammals, but it has to be special uh, classifications. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Like gargoyle, right? Yeah. <laughs> so they're Gargolicus. So they're converging. They're a diverging branch from the, the platypus. That's yep. That's right. Okay. That I like evolved from platypus of okay. this show so far. 
<laughs> what our theories about how cargoyles work biologically? <laughs> no, I'm saying if they were related to platypus, that That's would be Goliath the has least those little spikes on his elbows, just like a platypus. Right. Wait, but does he? Do they? Do they have pouches? That's sure. marsupial. That's uh, marsupial, not marsupial. That's like kangaroos. That's that's all marsupials. It's the defining trait of marsupials, isn't it? I, yeah, I forgot what I was remembering. Like Thanks, it has pockets. Shut up! I love dresses <laughs> with pockets, and I don't want to hear anything rude about it. No, that's just what it made me think of. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally for pocket. I am pro pocket. I want to be very clear. I don't want to. I don't want this taken the wrong way, guys. Yeah, I like pockets too because I don't like purses. I want to carry my stuff in my pockets and not in this extra bag that could be stolen. I want. I love fake mistake. pockets. Fake pockets are just the best. And boy, oh. howdy, they should be on everything. Okay, sorry. Hey guys, how's it going? <laughs> she just got really triggered for a second there. <laughs> Holy cow. That was sarcasm, right? You don't yeah, really absolutely. want fake pockets? I hate, I hate, hate, hate fake pockets. They okay, are good. the devil's pockets. <laughs> the devil's pocket? I just need to buy more cargo pants and then I'll have pockets for days. Um, pockets for days. So this episode was, I think, my favorite one of the batch we watched. Okay, this is the, really? we're still talking about the flashback episode. Yeah, I, I really liked seeing um, more. I like backstory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I, I liked seeing um, Hudson's former role and similar to how Xanatos last episode sort of found like, hey, I still got it. We kind of have that arc with Hudson here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I just, again, like you were saying, you like Hudson as one of your favorite characters. I think I agree with you, especially after this episode, seeing just the choices he makes. And, you know, it's it's one thing to be young and strong and, like, take the risks that they do. But for Hudson to do so at his age with his limitations was sort of uh, endearing for his character, you know? Yeah, and also he comes in and he very much, you know, seems like he's got it all figured out, but he for better or worse, we'll often let the other gargoyles kind of make similar mistakes and then show mm-hmm. up and provide the moral uh, of the episode <laughs> or something like that. I mean, it's interesting. Uh, clearly, he's accrued wisdom over the years of his experience, um, but that includes, to a degree, the wisdom of, of letting people learn on their own, which I can <laughs> appreciate. I, I also was really happy to see Hudson, to see, uh, to see the Hudson episode come up. We've gotten the other... Uh, the terrible trio each got uh, their own focused episode, whether it's the uh, I like TV show characters, but oh no, now they're hunting us episode or (laughs) the guns are bad episode. Um, I I liked those and I liked seeing Hudson's character expand, like just like I saw enjoyed theirs. Yeah. um, So this is a little side piece, but I had a question. Does Demona's headpiece, is that bone or is it like fashion? Uh, you know, I'm not sure. I Can't it be both? Picture. I mean, I just didn't know if it was like a part of her or is it just a helmet? <laughs> I, I don't know either. I can't tell. I mean, she's wearing it even back here in 981 or whatever. I think so, right? You know, it's so the it, same color as the sort of bracelet around her arm. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to assume that it's it's uh jewelry core yeah okay 
Thank yeah, you. It gives her kind of like a crown effect. Yeah. Yes. Dim kind of look. Yeah. She's the queen in her own mind. That sounds right. So I, I have one, <laughs> one question for this real quick. So was Goliath named in this episode? Uh, That's a great question. Did he have a name in this episode? I, I, I think he did. I can't really remember. But I thought that Goliath was named because he was the leader. So why didn't Hudson have a name in this episode? Well, I think, I think none of them have names, even if even the leaders, except sometime after Goliath's uh, ascendance to the leadership, the the captain of the guard or whoever that he worked with in the Scottish castle was like, I need to be able to call you something. Yes. Yeah, I don't think he really accepts it, or even the gargoyles don't accept that as like Goliath's name until. They're in New York, or, or at least Goliath, I, I think it is. But more it's like, this is what the humans call the right. young leader or whatever, you know, however the Goliath's uh, family calls him. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it's just a human thing to name things. But it's like, I need to address you as something other than gargoyle. Right. Other, hey, you. No, <laughs> no, you. No, still not that one. The other you. Friend friend number one. Friend number two. <laughs> friend 17. The blue one. <laughs> it's going to be rough to be friend 17. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, you're friend 17. Oh, no. Ooh, that's rough. <laughs> I deserve it. Uh, okay. All right. So, uh, yeah, one other thing I'll point out in this episode, the, they, they find the, the Archmage's weird cave, and it's got all kinds of, like, Incan... And Mayan imagery in it. Oh, did it? Uh, and like also, uh, uh, what do you call it? totem like totem poles that almost look Native American? Hmm. Uh, and then, uh, so it's like very fast. They don't remark on it very much, but Demonis finds in these carvings a picture of, I think it's Goliath stabbing her in one of the on the wall. Oh, uh, I don't remember this at all. No, yeah, it is. It is very short. It's really hard uh, or really easy to miss. I remember um, seeing that, but I, I knew that it looked like a gargoyle being stabbed, but I couldn't really tell who was doing the stabbing. That's a good point that it could be Goliath. Well, he's got the gargoyle has a bullet, it... so. Oh, well, then it's got to be him. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking maybe it was just imagery that maybe made Demona think about betrayal. Yeah. Uh, that would make sense because she's like already ambitious and she kind of she has a very paranoid stance on things. Yes. Mm-hmm. You can't trust the humans. Yeah, there's a lot of elements in these four episodes in particular that we're going to see come back in season two. Ah, uh, the, se- the season two that is like 52 episodes. Yes. <laughs> Uh, but let's uh, let's move on to episode, episode 12. 12. Yeah, her brother's keeper, uh, which is uh, <laughs> a, just a odd episode. I don't, I, the plot of this episode just kind of comes out of nowhere for me. It's mostly features um, uh, Elisa's brother, who is the helicopter pilot we met uh, two episodes previous in episode 10. Right, he's uh, a police police helicopter pilot. 
Right. And he's been hired away from the police by Xanatos. And we as the audience know that it's entirely for the reason of pissing off uh, Elisa Maza as as she's the the friend of the gargoyle. So Mm -hmm. Xanatos is trying to do everything he can to provoke her difficult. (laughs) Yes. It's yeah. Again, it's uh, Xanatos. So his his motives seem unclear, even though he has some sort of master plan, because that's the Xanatos style. And doesn't he he gets uh, what's the brother's name? Do you have it there? Derek? Oh boy. Yes, Derek. That's right. Okay, so he gets Derek. Doesn't he hire him in this episode? Yes. Um, With the whole, uh, and it it opens up with the remnants of the pack, like stealing something from Uh, from Xanatos, because he just bought it. And then Jekyll and Hyena, yeah, are there to rob some kind of diamond, big diamond. Yeah, but, which Xanatos buys, even though he's having the pack steal it because they work for him. But the but the Jacqueline hyena don't know they're working for him. They just no, of course not. That's right. Yeah. Fox is the only one that knows that. Yeah. And and it's part of the uh, wait. Is it only Fox? Not even Wolf. I believe that's the case. Okay. I uh, think Xanatos yeah. has like Fox wrapped around his finger with stuff. <laughs> Something, sure. Yeah. Fox and Xanatos have a relationship, uh, whereas I don't even I don't think the other members of the pack even yeah, I mean they don't know anything about Xanatos, so got it. But, but yeah, so, Fox yeah. Fox is like a, a devotee of Xanatos. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And but so it's all a setup in order to like get Derek to show off his flying so Xanatos can act impressed and hire him, right? At least yeah. in part. Right. Um, it just, one of my notes was that, okay, they're, we're spending a lot of time in helicopters and the bad guys have a uh, glider gliders early on. It just seems like the human flight episode. So <laughs> I mean, Lexicon builds a helicopter out of nothing. Doesn't he build it out of the pack helicopter? Yeah. He took the he remains of the it. Helicopter. Yeah. Okay. Like you do. Also what's with the nineties and heli- uh, <laughs> Hang gliders, because I remember very distinctly in Gem, they used hang gliders, too. Gem? Ah, that rock star the cartoon. Yeah, yeah oh. they, made, they made a terrible live-action movie recently. Really? I haven't seen it, and I don't want to. <laughs> well, then, congratulations. You need to take no further action. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's see. Well, other, other things that are readily available in the 90s, according to this, is uh, bazookas. And <laughs> yes. really high-waisted jeans. Yeah, that's also well, true. That's really, uh, that's also very plentiful now. High-waisted jeans? Are they back? I think they are. Oh, yeah, oh. they've been back for a few years. Check these out. They have no <laughs> pockets. Peter, you're too old for fashion. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. I was always too old for fashion, though. <laughs> I was born too old for fashion. <laughs> I, I did like in this episode, because at one point, uh, uh, Maza needs to talk to her brother. She just storms directly into the uh, police yeah. locker room uh, with a bunch of men in half dress and just says, give us the room. No, she or, says, no. close your eyes, boys. I got business here. But it's like, they're the ones who are naked. Why aren't you closing your eyes? Come on. <laughs> 
Regardless, we, I, I, I like her. I like her style. I don't know. I don't like when people barge on anyone naked. <laughs> hmm. I don't know. Yeah, generally not a good thing to do. Fair enough. Generally I, I, do, kinda... I do accept that as yeah. a general rule. It is. It does make a statement, and it's very cool. <laughs> but only if it's girls barging in on boys, I've noticed. Well, I think I think that's because of the predatory the unequal, nature. Well, the unequal pra- uh, power dynamics that existed then and continue to exist now. Okay. <laughs> it probably smelled real bad in there, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Just I've never. What do men's locker rooms smell like? Exactly what oh, you think. Yeah. Oh. Oh, I recently no. was in a YMCA. Was reminded <laughs> how terrible that is. Well, there's really there's two scents that a men's locker room could smell like: nasty or too much cologne, <laughs> which um, is also nasty, but in a different way. So nasty yeah, I, nasty too. I had to clean up after like teenage guys, and all the rooms smelled like axe. It was terrible. Uh, oh that's oh. that is the better of the the options, though. I will say. Yeah. Well, no, it's just so choking. <laughs> they, uh, but anyways, I had a question. They mentioned Rickery Brothers, but they only mentioned Rickery Brothers. So are female gargoyles just really super rare? Well, I think it was in regards to the uh, the Dunst trio that oh. uh, they are Rickery Brothers. Well. Uh, I think Goliath was talking about his Rickery brothers. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah and I, then... I feel like sisters have been mentioned before because we've talked about the possible existence of additional female gargoyles. Have we? Has, yeah, I don't know. that was in the first episode. <laughs> yeah, very Brothers and on. sisters. <laughs> that was a while. We recorded that episode a while ago. <laughs> yes, it was very, rather a long time ago. I was old then, and I'm older now. <laughs> and you still were too old for fashion. <laughs> I was gone too old for fashion, and also teeth. It's okay, Peter. <laughs> You're not the oldest in this room. In this room, yes, in this room. Chat I'm not room. Not the oldest in this imaginary room. Yes, but you know, um, going back to gargoyles, the <laughs> sibling squabbles that was kind of a nice lead in and foreshadowing for the next episode. Uh, yeah, this, uh, this episode, uh, we'll wrap it up real quick. It ends with, uh, Derek continuing to work for Xanatos and, uh, that's kind of it. That's kind of the end. Yeah. The, I guess the, the conclusion of this one is that Eliza, Elisa, Elisa, Elisa doesn't, doesn't win, right? She doesn't manage yeah. to talk her brother out. Xanatos, uh, Xanatos's play goes unchecked. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, so that takes us to uh, another uh, possible sibling episode, which is uh, episode uh, 13, Reawakening. Uh, bum, bum, bum. This features my one of my favorite characters, uh, which is Coldheart. Coldstone. Cold, Coldstone. It yes, makes ice cream. ice cream. That's my only <laughs> note for this episode. I want ice cream. <laughs> I also... My one, one, my one of my few notes was Xanatos is Frankenstein. Yes, yes, he had a Frankenstein moment. Yeah, and it was a I huge really Frankenstein it. moment. It was really cool. 
Yeah. Well, th- this felt sort of like uh, like a Bucky to Captain America, or like a um, mm, the Winter yeah. Soldier kind of thing. Yeah. Or also, uh, I remember the Superman had a villain that was like a Superman copy. Bizarro. Bizarro. Yeah. This is sort of sort of in that vein with Cold mm-hmm. Stone. I was thinking because it's like it's a combination of science and magic and um, trying to figure out if science is better than magic or whatever. But they need no. That's yes. That's the secret of gargoyles, which is why only have one flavor when you can have chocolate and ice cream. Swirl <laughs> 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 them together and you get cold stone. How do you? I'm going there after and this. ice cream. I mean, technically, isn't that Cold Stone's business model? Like, let's right. you know, take, choose your Throw ice cream and then choose the topping cream. and you mix them together. Katie, how will you get ice cream? You're leaving the frozen planet. There's still ice cream. I mean, I had There's some for lunch yesterday. Hoff, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad we all went there. Did we all go I'm, to Hoff? Yeah. Oh, good. Okay. Uh, I... I don't know what Hoth is. You guys are horrible. Oh, no. And I Come wish on. I had a time. It's a Star Wars reference. Oh. It's the ice planet in Empire Strikes Back. I've never seen that movie. Oh, my. Okay, shut the whole well, show down. Okay, shut it all on. down. No, no, no. It's, <laughs> it's owned by Disney now, so we can go back and watch it on oh, Disney+. Plus. I don't like Star Wars. I've seen some of those. Oh, my God, Rachel. I'm going to okay. have so much fun making we you don't, watch those we, movies. We, no, we don't have to torment anybody. But we I, do. Yeah, we do. Oh, I'm outvoted. We have to torment somebody. I've seen, I've seen three, three point five, aka row one, uh, four, seven, and eight. No, 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 eight and eight. Sorry, I didn't see seven. That's a bizarre grouping. It sounds okay. like you watched like the best ones overall. I, mean, I think you missed five. But no, but you said three. No, you've already missed the best ones. Uh, no, the reason I saw three is my dad wanted to go see them, but he had the child, and the child had to go with the, the dad to go to the movie theater. Oh, well, that does work out that way sometimes. Yeah, so I had no context of what was going on in this movie, and I That's saw That's why it. my six-year-old saw Get Out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I don't think I was six. Oh, no. I'm joking. I'm joking, okay. by the way. Don't send, don't, don't call the authorities or anything. Yeah. No, I, I don't think I was six. I think I was, when did, when did three come out? It was in the early uh, 2000s. I was in third grade, so that would have made me seven. So I was. So that would have been 2002 or 2003. So well, no, because I saw it in South Carolina and I moved in South, to South Carolina in like 2002. Okay. I will go to IMDb. I will find out the answers. I thought you were going to say you saw it in South Carolina and time is different in South Carolina. Oh, well, that's, we all know that's true. Yeah, no. Um, 2005. What? Okay. I thought I was in third grade. Maybe I was in fourth. <laughs> all right, I just so remember for... my dad took me out of school and there was that's the only reason I, I loved that movie is because I got to leave school early. So I was I saw it when I was eight. I was all much right. older than that. <laughs> Nine? <laughs> Nine and a half, baby. Were you nine and a half hooves? No. Oh, my goodness. Oh, gosh. This is very we... quickly devolved. Really I think this yeah, entire sex is getting cut out. Oh, who knows? But okay, so the, in the episode, 
What's a Xanatos and Demona team up to use science and magic to re- reanimate a dead, crumbled stone gargoyle? That's who is now? Gargoyle, yes. Yeah, now Who's he's like half cool bionic. Yeah. Right, who's half bionic and half stone, but yeah. somehow conscious? No, no, he's yeah, not. It's, it's- gargoyle so it is conscious yeah yeah no, it's, it's not like it's a new robot personality or anything it's an actual gargoyle who has memories um, sort of yeah i think demona also destroyed him i believe that was a thing well he, he was, was killed by the vikings yeah, yeah no, i think he was broken up by the vikings oh uh, i did, i thought demona actually was the one to destroy him in the first place when the vikings attacked uh i don't think there's evidence of that i don't know i don't remember remember seeing it in the episode Uh, again we haven't watched this in a while katie (laughs) yes do you remember (laughs) i don't recall seeing demona smash any gargoyles herself okay never mind i might have just made that like a hole in my mind yeah, we do we do see this gargoyle in in uh its previous life before yeah. it was killed uh and obviously it had no name at the time uh but and and but it seems like it's one of Goliath's rookery brothers yeah. right and it's in fact it's it's like a prefix to a scene we've already viewed in the past right they show us like just before the discussion that only Goliath and Hudson are going to go pursue the Vikings. Isn't that right? Right. His brother argues that, Hey, you know, along with Demona, you should take everybody and we should all go. And Goliath's like, nah, nah, I'm in charge. That's right. Doesn't, I don't know. I don't know if Demona later was trying to convince him that he should be leader because of that. Well, the, she she convinced him that he should be leader earlier. Right? Yeah, that was yeah. Thirteen years prior, I think. Right. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so they reanimate him, and it, my note says that the troublesome trio are watching Bambi, which I find kind of hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> and there's fighting, and then and then Coldstone attacks our good guys, and there's a lot of fighting, and then. We, yeah, again, Xanatos's plan here seems very uh uh not well thought out. <laughs> he just <laughs> cold coldstone just sort of like runs amok and Goliath and Elisa just sort of stumble onto him and uh and then eventually they sort of wake him up and get him back on the side, but uh it seemed like they convinced him or Demona convinced him early on that it was Goliath's fault. Whatever it was. Killed. Yeah. 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 That yeah, he had fault. betrayed everybody. Yeah. Yeah. She like fills him with lies. And right. um, it seems like her modus operandi. She seems very yeah. manipulative. Yes. And Xanatos is her servant, she said. Oh, yes. Well, so that's an interesting power dynamic that bubbles up in this episode for sure. Mm. Is, Xanatos. Uh, yeah. They both, they both think they're in charge. Yeah. Which is. Yeah. You know. Well, um, and, it, and, it, and it really breaks down once Coldstone sort of recovers a little bit and tries to, uh, you know, re-engage with Goliath and the rest of the gargoyles, and Demona immediately shoots him, uh, and we lose track of Coldstone there. And and then uh, as she's about to kill the rest of the gargoyles, Xanatos steps in, blows up her gun, and says, "I want them alive," and then everybody retreats. 
so yeah. it's just a very odd like what what even is Xanatos doing? Right. Why did he bring the, what this? What was the plan here? Yeah, what was the point of all this? Right. It just seems like, or, or really even Demona, like what was she doing? She's the one that really sort of like, as soon as the Cold Stone was possibly going to turn on them, she just kills him. Right. No, it, yeah, it seems like Demona wants uh, vengeance and, and Xanatos is still just experimenting. Like, hey, science for science's sake. I can do this. Right. Should I do this? Probably not. We do what we can. must because we can. Yeah. Yeah, it makes you wonder perhaps what other things Xanatos will revive from the ancient past. Well, and that's the, the biggest thing I th- it is it shows that this is possible. The gargoyles are not necessarily all lost. Right. That's true. Yeah. Um I'm I do wonder if they are gonna play with that more. I'm sure Dan does know the answer. I but. do. Um, (laughs) so yeah i mean that's that's a really interesting thing and um in a way it sort of puts goliath at the whim and mercy of uh xanatos to a degree if he wants to revive his race oh interesting so possibly or they need to get that book back or, you know. Well, yeah, the book for sure. But I think or it's... Or track down the princess's uh, descendants and see, <laughs> did you, hey, did you actually protect those eggs like you said you were going to? I don't know. Maybe. But, but that's it's, just it's, a poor parenting decision right there. <laughs> it's also the combination of magic and science together that I think is, is needed, which is... Uh, I don't know. It's interesting, especially w- looking back at how... Uh, magic was the only way they knew how to do things in the Gargoyles' original timeline, and so uh, the fact that they can use science to sort of bring their species back is probably going to be interesting for for the Gargoyles to have to contend with. Um, yeah, I just I was also thinking like the mechanics of magic. It's obviously like a very hand wavy type of magic. But mm-hmm. how? Who else can do it? Can they, do you just need the book, and you can just say some the magic words in the book? Or well, it seems that way because you know when Demona is using magic, I mean, does that mean that all then all the gargoyles can? And when when the um... shoot, what's his name? Brooklyn. Yes, when Brooklyn was fighting over the book with her, um, and then they ended up casting that spell on Goliath. Yeah, I don't know, because it seems like, well, the, that could be answered because gargoyles are probably, might be creatures of magic. Hmm. Yeah, we don't know. It seems like so far magic is mostly done by people with the book. So maybe the book itself that is, has the source of magic. And it's really the only magic we've seen so far has been people with that book. The Archmage, the Magus, Demona. Yeah, I think the spell book doubles as an arcane focus. <laughs> right. <laughs> Put it in your accessory slot. Right. (laughs) Uh, Real quick, we'll talk about casting. We added another uh, actor from Star Trek in this one. Cold Stone was voiced by Michael Dorn, the actor who played Worf Hmm. uh, in in Star Trek The Next Generation. For those of you keeping track of all our Star Trek connections, he's another great one. He won't (laughs) be the last. How many is that? That's uh, three, Demona and Xanatos and Cold Stone. Another show I haven't watched. <laughs> ah, that's fine. I've only seen the movies or anything. 
I've only seen uh, Star Trek Star Trek Enterprise. Oh, my goodness, Rachel, the choices you've made in your life are fascinating. <laughs> I mean, I didn't watch and I've watched only the next generation and I didn't watch it until I was in my 30s. So it was on TV and it was halfway interesting. So I just continued watching it. I'm personally a big fan of Stargate. Mm, that's uh, a great one. I fell asleep during Stargate. Well, SG1. Atlantis seems more interesting. They're, it's they're not. both really good. No, <laughs> hey, stop that. Stop that right it now. It is where we got Jason Momoa, right? So that's a positive for Atlantis. Oh, wait a second. Just, no, what? but what? still, what? it's just good. <laughs> just, well, Katie uh, just perked up. <laughs> Atlantis also has my favorite actor from uh, Firefly in it. So. Cool. Uh, Kaylee, she's in Stargate Atlantis. Only no in a couple way. episodes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. yeah. She's, yeah. Still, she's also in The Magicians. She is. Oh, really? <laughs> For a few episodes. She's one of the librarians. Uh, I can't bring myself to watch The Magicians. I tried. Jewel Straight. State? State. State. Jewel State. Yes. The state of your jewel. Gross. <laughs> I don't need to hear about that. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Is that, was that something? That wouldn't seem gross. Is it gross? I don't know. I don't know. All right. So this episode ended. <laughs> yeah. So, so, hey, guys, you know what we did? We watched a whole season of Gargoyles. It yeah, was, but it was but, pretty but great. 13 I episodes. Do want to sum we up, did it. Like, the episode ended with. Oh, yes. Like the, the mission statement of the show. They took 13 episodes to get there, but they decide to conclude or they decide that that their new castle that they protect their new home is Manhattan. Yeah, and and they end with you know we protect Manhattan They're as Batman. their mission statement. So the so other boroughs of New York are screwed. Basically. Manhattan alone is protected. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Eat it, Queens. <laughs> can, you, can you imagine? It's like the Bronx. I don't know. Like Brooklyn's getting destroyed or something, and they're just like, eh, not our, not our, not our, yeah. <laughs> not our castle. Oh, sorry, guys. Yeah. That's across the bridge. Can't go there. <laughs> can you imagine the traffic? <laughs> no. Uh, there's not enough wind thingies, wind currents. We can't actually fly. <laughs> the thermals yeah, are wrong, and my show is on. Yes. <laughs> my show is on. <laughs> and there's no convenient like, updrafts. So what do we've learned in Gargoyles other than their fungus, apparently? <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that theory is incorrect. <laughs> what are they? Not fungi, or fungus, <laughs> or fungo. They're not fungo. They're not fun fungo, fungo. Fungo. <laughs> anyway, well, that's been that's been fun. Yeah. So so strap oh. in because season two, as we've said, is fifty something episodes long. Fifty two. It's only you know, it's only four of these thirteen episode blocks. That's all. <laughs> so yeah, fun fact: we also didn't introduce ourselves other than Dan introduced himself. Who's Dan? I don't know. I'm the one okay. that introduced himself. Oh, hey, Dan. Hey, Hey, Dan. So Uh, who else is in this lovely podcast? Well, real quick, let's uh, let's, uh, just talk about what we're going to do next. So uh, next episode is going to be a special treat. Uh, Nick Evangelista has chosen for us to watch James of the Giant Peach. Uh, Nick, do you have anything you want to say about James of the Giant Peach? I'm just uh, excited to explore a program that has probably I, I haven't seen it since I was a kid and I imagine it's going to answer a lot of questions for me and make About me realize what? the deep things in my psyche 
you know, oh, why okay. I turned out the way I did. Well, <laughs> I feel like we watched two different movies. <laughs> <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't watched it since I was six. I don't remember anything except okay. for it's live action and then it's animated and it's crazy. That's it all I remember. It's crazy. We would definitely work that. So join us next time uh, is... for crazy James the Giant's Peach. James and the Giant Peach. What, yeah, <laughs> when is the release? What is the release schedule for this show? It's uh, bi-weekly, so. Yeah. Yep. See you in two weeks with James the Giant Peach. I've been Dan Evanson. You can find me on Twitter. At Sinister Infant, you can find all my stuff at DanielEvinson.com, where you can buy my book. Uh, I've been joined by Nick Evangelista. That's me. Uh, do you, where where can people find you, Nick? <laughs> Don't. Don't? Okay. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter, Instagram. on for these things. <laughs> yeah, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, or Letterboxd is a new thing I'm using to review oh. movies. At oh. Tacky Slacks. Uh, I'm also also with us is Rachel. Rachel, not, apparently not with us. Um, sorry, you cut out. I didn't hear anything. Oh, also with <laughs> us is Rachel. He said. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel. I had computer problems. <laughs> <laughs> you could find me at uh, Twitter or Instagram at uh, at Argent Rabe, and you can find out how to spell that in the description of this podcast. <laughs> And uh, also with us, uh, Peter Schaefer. Hi, I'm Peter Schaefer. I write things and make games. You can find me at paschaefer.com or shoelesspetegames.com or uh, at shoelesspete on Twitter. And bat cleanup is Katie. That's me. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at shimmybook. All right, thanks, everybody, and uh, we'll see you next episode. If you want to hear more from us, you can check out our other podcast, too. <laughs> That's right, the Fantasy Book of the Month podcast, and both of these podcasts can be found at TooManyThoughtsMedia.com. All right, we did it. That's a wrap.